Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board? Poof, Brad, what a week. Well, well, weren't we? Weren't Okay, so you and I actually got together and met up on what? Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. And 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 I asked you at that point. I said, "So, what are we talking about this week?" And <laughs> we're like, "We don't really know of anything big that we needed. There's there's this little thing or that little thing. Maybe this will be a time when we can hit one of, you know, one of those like random discussions that we always try to keep in our back pocket." And then there was plenty to talk about. Yeah. Then Disney's, uh, what, Disney's financials, financial little meeting happened, and then they had other announcements, and yeah, we, uh, we got plenty now. So, yes, thanks yes. Disney, but also, um, well, let's just, let's just dive right in. Uh, you'll remember, what, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about what uh, attraction closures would cause us to make a emergency trip. Like and two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And what do you know? Uh, Wishes has been announced um, that it's closing and being replaced by uh, a, a nighttime fireworks spectacular called Happily Ever After starting on May 12th. So, Brad, uh, Wishes was one of your one of your emergency trip things. So tell us about your trip. Well, I, I, yeah. And if you are, if you're on, if you're on uh, Twitter or following us on Facebook, you've seen, I am a man of my word and <laughs> I have a trip planned. I now have a, what I get there on. I think, I think I tweeted out, uh, I was going to be staying at art of animation. And since then I've already changed that to now, now we're at French quarter and staying at, Technically a day longer, but it's not really because we're getting there at like eleven twenty at night. So we're gonna get there, go to bed, so we can hit the hit the ground running the next morning. But yeah, it's it's weird that it's a five day trip, but I'm already looking at it going, ah, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to do everything. And I'm like, it's five days. Get over yourself. <laughs> but but the the problem is okay, so here's here's my first issue is it's five days, but I, I'm not doing park hopper. And two of those days have to be at Magic Kingdom because we're right. going to go the 11th and watch the last show ever of Wishes. And then we're going to go on the 12th to see the first show ever of Happily Ever After. Right. Is that what this right. is? OK. Yes. Yeah. Because it's the thing that if you search it on Google, some animal shelter comes up. With the fur, not for long. I'm sorry, Animal Shelter. You guys are gone because Disney's now claiming that, and yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna start ruling that soon enough. But yeah, so uh, we're gonna go watch the last show of one, the first show of the other. So then that leaves us with uh, the tenth and the thirteenth are the only other two days where we're actually there for a night. Yeah, park hoppering on the twelfth might not be a bad idea. So you can just go to the Magic Kingdom in the evening. But it's so much more expensive to is if it, you're if you're only going to do it much? for one day. It's like sixty or seventy bucks a person. Wow! For uh, uh, you know to turn a five day base ticket into a five day park hopper. So yeah, you can't just do for one day though. No, I don't think you can't un- unless you did like a bought a one day ticket. But then a one day ticket is like a hundred bucks a person. You know. Because it's mm. gonna, because you, yeah, no, it, 
I I think we're just going to have to deal with the well and it's not so much the having to going to Magic Kingdom for 2 days as it is that there's not enough nights to hit every park at night right. and all four parks have nighttime things going on yeah. that I you know cuz I want to go see Illuminations again cuz at this rate, who knows how long I have before I'm making another trip for that. Um, I wanted to go see whatever DHS is doing at that point because, you know, Star Wars fireworks are not on the agenda at that point. Huh. Uh, I forget I forget what the last day on those are, but I don't know if that's... I haven't seen anything official about whether or not those are being phased out. Have you? No. Okay, so... No, I haven't. So, yeah, I, whatever was going on there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Rivers of Light. You know, so now suddenly there's going to be the fourth park thing going on that I've yeah I really need to go see that. So uh, DHS mm. got the axe. So DHS yeah. is the one that we're we're going to do like the the Sunday before we leave. We will not be able to see anything nighttime uh, there, but we will. We are going to do illuminations again. We are going to do rivers of light and two days of of magic. Well, <laughs> okay, so technically a a day and a half because I. We we kind of talked about it and we're like we don't need two full days at Magic Kingdom, right? So we're gonna go and do a full day the first of the two days, and then the second day we're we're gonna get up and uh, you know probably about nine maybe ten, and then we're gonna head over to Disney Springs and yeah. uh, I got us a lunch reservation at Boathouse because oh, I want to nice. try I want to try out Boathouse, yeah. And so we're gonna go do lunch at Boathouse and then we're gonna head into the Magic Kingdom after that and you know go spend the the afternoon and evening there uh, okay. to go see the new show so yeah i feel like dhs is is the one you're going to miss the least of at night even if star wars were there i mean rivers of light you know is is a brand new thing and it's not it's not a uh, a run of the mill type of show so i think i think that's the right decision well it okay so it is a brand new thing but it's a brand new thing that's not been getting great reviews yeah, but by I've May, seen. but by May they'll have it. They'll have it worked out. I, I sure hope so because it's actually so. Uh, we're recording. What it's been? It's been two days. Yeah, yeah. We're recording on. Dude, that thing has been in development forever. Yeah, but They've it's had, only been it's only been running. You know, grand opening for two days. Well, but I thought grand opening was the seventeenth. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think I think grand opening isn't until the seventeenth, but it soft opens tonight. Oh, so see, so we're recording on Friday the, what is this, the 10th? Yeah. And they are doing a soft opening tonight because, you know, my Twitter is going crazy with people that are like, <laughs> here's pictures of the floats. Here's, dude, here's our fast passes. Here's our fast passes that exclude this. Um, so, yeah. E- but, yeah, even if it, even if it isn't getting great reviews, it's something new and I want to go and see it. So, yeah, we're going to go do that. I think what we're going to do there is we're probably going to do the, the Tiffins seating uh hmm. thing because i yep. i want to go try that out as well um outside of that it's you know most i always like i feel so much worse this trip too because i've been saying so much how i want to try new places but inevitably i'm like okay so what day am i going to uh to epcot well okay <laughs> there we go got my lacelier lunch reservation locked down uh and then i consider something different for dinner but nancy really wanted to go do uh the the napoli pizzeria in in italy so there you know both of those are locked down with things that we've already done and then i don't know like magic kingdom i just 
when I when I go to look at the dining, uh, where where am I where I'm going to make reservations? There's just nothing that really. I jungle skipper canteen. I've got that one booked yeah. uh, for for lunch one of those two days, and like I said, the other one we're going to do boathouse. But outside of skipper canteen, I'm not really that big. Uh, and that's, now I w- that's the issue we've had, you know, talking about dining and stuff in the Magic Kingdom. There's just there's be our guest and skipper canteen, and those are the really the special, you know, quote special places. Right. And and Nancy and I had considered giving be our guest another. One more shot, but but for dinner, uh-huh. for dinner, because we haven't done dinner there. Ah, and I thought, well, maybe dinner is a whole different ball game. Um, but that has, you know, and I and I'm going to keep shooting for that, but that has not come up yet. So, is it still really hard to get reservations there? Yeah. Oh yeah, super hard. Huh. I can't. So I can't get reservations there. Of course, I can't get reservations at Cinderella's Royal Table. That's because I did not know. You know, to, I was not on there the day of to make these reservations because I didn't know that Disney was going to decide to get rid of wishes. Um, <laughs> the only other place that I was going to try to get is uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern. Ah. Because Nancy hasn't had a chance to try that out. I did that quite a few years ago, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, and and it's, you know, it's the family style, but it's not a buffet where you get up and go get stuff. So I think she'd be a little bit more comfortable with that because with the dietary restrictions, buffets, I mean, don't get me wrong. Disney chefs are amazing anywhere on property, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit more, I don't know, uncomfortable in, in that style, you know, especially when you're like, well, I, I can't just go up there and get something because something could cross. And, and anytime you say that, like they're totally cool with it, but it, she definitely feels a lot more apprehensive about, you know. She feels like she's putting them out to, to right. say, well, I, I need you to go and make me fresh chicken. And the chef, meanwhile, is like, okay, too, cool. What else do you want? You want something that you don't see here? I, I can come up with something if you want me to come up with it. You know, they're always good. But anyway, she's not a fan of those. So, yeah, that, that kind of kills our, our Magic Kingdom stuff. And then uh, we're going to get a 50s prime time for lunch at uh, over at Hollywood Studios. And, yeah, that's, you know, pretty much trip done. Hmm. Locked and loaded so quickly. <laughs> yeah, that it's just so funny. You know, the the timing of it is is kind of funny. But I'm it's, sorry that wishes is going away. It's I know more that proof that, is... that they're listening to us. Yeah. I, here's the, okay. So I am upset that wishes is going, but then I'm not upset wishes is going because I you know wishes has been there since 2003. Yeah, it's it's so, pretty old. Yeah, it's Four, had a, fourteen it's, years. It's had a a fairly long run there, and 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 they're not just getting rid of it. They're going to put something new in its place, right? Uh, and you know, I think Disney is more willing to to swap out shows because they're easier to swap out than attractions are. And I'm more willing to allow it, I guess, or maybe I don't know. Maybe I have wasted all of my. Uh, frustration on you know maelstrom and and all the other things so that i just can't get it i just can't get worked up over this as much um but yeah at the same time don't get me wrong i i'm not excited that wishes is going away because i do like wishes and again as i said uh i think on that the uh that episode i for some reason that doesn't seem to be a popular uh thing a lot of people i'm surprised how many people don't like wishes but i like wishes so i'm going to go and watch it one last time well i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people coming out of the woodwork who have loved wishes this whole time 
It will be, no, no, it will no, be at the be, parks at the same time that you are. <laughs> or or the or they'll all come out of the woodwork on the thirteenth. And you know, when when Loving Wishes is cool again because it's not, you know, because you can't get it anymore. <laughs> then it's then it's retro and then it's gonna be cool to love wishes again. So at Disney's uh you know, financial what do you call that? The earnings call. That or their earnings call. Disney's earnings call. Um, they gave us a little bit of information about Pandora, uh, and a little bit of information about Star Wars Land. Uh, Pandora is opening on May twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Brad goes from May tenth to yeah. May fourteenth, and then like two weeks later, here comes Pandora. Could, yeah, couldn't have at least made all that work out for me, could you, Disney? No, <laughs> that would be too helpful. But they've got um, visitpandora.com. Have you gone to that website? I have, I have. It's it's pretty cool looking. It is. It's kind of neat. I, um, I'm I'm interested to see, like if the, okay, so if the current iteration of it is all that there is, yeah. meh. But if if it if it continues to grow as Pandora grows, like is, is there is there going to be a story here? Is this like an a an alternate reality thing? Um, are we going to get to would, learn more about these people? Because there because there's a lot of there's like what six or seven characters on there, yeah. That you that you've been given a backstory on. Like, are they going to play into something later? My hope would be that they have a person, uh, either staffed now or will be by the time Pandora opens, whose job it is to manage that website. You know, to to keep the website current to the day with what's going on in the parks, and to have like. You know, like a a Marvel movie level kind of crossover thing where like it, it's it's as if Pandora is this real place and that this visit Pandora dot com, this travel company, you know, or whatever uh, website. Yeah, that that this website reflects what's actually happening in real life with some um regularity, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think that would be pretty cool. I, I think that would be cool. I'm I don't really expect that i guess i i'm hoping for more stuff to happen as we as we get closer to launch yeah and then maybe it's it's you know completely full of everything that it's going to have at launch i would be i would be happy with that and again don't i'm not saying that the current thing the current thing is still really cool i just like i i don't know it's just you're you're introducing me to all of these people that i've never heard of before and I don't th- I don't think I remember them from the movie, but maybe they are from the movie that would require me to remember the movie and as we've all discussed that's not really high on my list of things to do. Um but I I feel like these people are being introduced to me so that I can I can get a story and if I get a story out of it then I'm then I'm really pumped. So that's what I that's what I'm hoping this turns into, but yeah. It it definitely introduces you to the land a little bit more, I think. Mhm. Yeah, I think it I think it's real cool. Um, they also announced that Star Wars Land will open at both parks, Walt Disney World and Disneyland, uh, in 2019, which is really fast. Yes, yeah, the speed that they're getting this stuff done is kind of crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I don't see how in two years they can go from where they are now to a fully functional, fully realized park, but good on them, you know? You, you did not say the... Oh. How do you miss opportunities like that? You did not say Death Star. 
fully operational <laughs> space station <laughs> Death Star. I mean, oh, so so you just you just let the you 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 set yourself up for it, and then you just didn't do it. But yeah, it's a that's a pretty short time period. But well, no, Pandora took way longer than that, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at three years from announcement to opening you know is it it's yeah three years just about uh 2015 yeah because 2015 was the last year of osborne lights so maybe four years but still yeah i mean from announcement to opening yeah yeah that's that's still pretty 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 quick but um so so that's quick but why didn't we hear anything about toy story land um, I figured Toy Story Land would be open way sooner than Star Wars because Toy Story Land is, uh, in the you know grand scheme or by scale, Toy Story Land is much smaller, and one of the main attractions of Toy Story Land is already built. So, I figured that if anything, Toy Story Land will will open you know in twenty eighteen. Yeah, well, and and I don't think you're I don't think you're wrong about that, but I. The, again, that's why I'm asking the question. Like, yeah, that doesn't explain why we, we didn't hear about anything that. about it. Yeah, yeah, because because the fact that they didn't say it almost makes it seem like it's going to be further out than that. So maybe more resources are going to go into Star Wars Land until it's done. Maybe, maybe they didn't announce Toy Story Land because Toy Story's going on the back burner. Or yeah, maybe that's the one they're willing to let slide to make sure that Star Wars Land meets its 2019. Yeah. So, so, okay. Well, cause I wonder what, what kind of pressure are they feeling from Universal, you know, with, uh, Diagon Alley and stuff? Well, and I mean, Universal's definitely putting new attractions in, um, yeah. what they've got their new Fallon ride and, uh, <laughs> screen screens everywhere. <laughs> well, but even, you know, the Diagon Alley and then all of their new resorts and that Volcano Bay, uh, water park they're putting in and stuff. They're just like, they're bam, 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 like just building, 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 building. And I'm wondering if they're feeling some pressure or if Disney's feeling some pressure from Universal just to have newness. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hope that they are in that I, I like anything that puts a fire under Disney to not just rest on their laurels. Yeah. But at the same time, I hope that and 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 note that I'm not I'm not saying that this is not going to happen. I'm just. Throwing it out there, I hope that Star Wars Land is fully realized and doesn't. I hope it. I hope it. They it doesn't get cheaped out because well, we've got to get it knocked out by 2019. Right. And, and again, I'm not not in any way saying that they've given me any reason to think that's the case. But when you hear that quick of a, a turnaround, it it, it kind of makes you wonder a little bit, right? Yeah. Don't yeah, don't rush it. Put more people on it fine you know increase the speed that way but don't uh rush the people who are already on it like whatever team that they have don't just tell them to work 200 percent faster you know yeah so take take resources from toy story my yeah my preference would be take resources from toy story and put them in star wars land but that still doesn't help i i mean i I guess in the grander scheme, it helps with California, but it doesn't help on the contracting level. I don't think, yeah. you know, that's not that's not going to create more more construction workers uh, to work uh, to work in at Disneyland. So, 
they're it's impressive that they're going to to meet that on both. So yeah, I guess, but they can just hire more in Disneyland. Uh, yeah, well, they can hire more in in Florida too. Uh, sure, sure. So what? That's May twenty seventh. Uh, Pand- Pandora opens, right? Yes. Okay. May twenty seventh. So so they've got you in for that. And then in 2019, they opened Star Wars Land. So they've mm-hmm. got you in for that. So, again, if, if Toy Story Land is an opening in 2018, what are they going to kill in 2018 so that we all come back for that? Because <laughs> you either got to start something new or you got to kill something off to get people back, right? Yeah. Well, I think, I think they'll have plenty of people in 2019 for Star Wars. That, that's going to be such a miserable time to visit. Uh, I, Hollywood Studios. I tried. To, I tried to convince Nancy. I was like, "So Pandora's open." And this was this was prior to us making the wishes trip. Uh, I'm like, "So Pandora's opening on May 27th, and it would be really cool to get." To, and she she looked at me. and She went, "Why would we go right when it's opening? Let's go in like the fall when it's not so flipping hot, right? And it'll." She's like, "It's still going to be there." And I'm like, but it won't be like right after it opens, and I'll seen a video of everything. But there won't be four hour lines for everything. Absolutely. But yeah, that would be a really, really miserable time to visit uh, both Pandora and then the the year after Star Wars Land opens. I mean, I think would be would be pretty bad. You got to wait a long time for that to 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 normalize. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting stuff because here's the thing, most of the time you're not hurting for people to make the lines long as is and yeah, it ain't going to make anything any better. It's right. just going to the value seasons are going to become more crowded I think and the the peak times are just going to become ridiculous. I mean, yeah. you know, when when I went to go make those reservations and and admittedly May is May is getting into the peak time. You know, I don't know. I feel like there was a time where, what, uh, almost three months out, I would have still been able to get, you know, Pop Century or any of the All-Stars. That was not, none of that was there for me. When I, when I went to make hotel reservations, it was like, Art of Animation is it it, Hmm. uh, in the value resort. Well, let me rephrase that. I think maybe All-Star Music had some family suites available. Uh, but that, well, that wasn't at all what I was looking for. So, but you, you also have booked in a very special block of days because you have, you, your booking encompasses the last showing of wishes and the first showing of happily ever after. It does. You know? but, so, but does, but does everybody else really know about that? I mean, well, I think, I think anybody who like, for for that block of days to be that sold out, I feel like other people are making that type of reservation because other than wishes going away and happily ever after coming in on those two days, there's nothing special about you know beginning to mid May. That's that's true, but I don't know. I, again, I I feel like you know because okay, so confession time. I'm a weirdo. And I will randomly go and just like, ah, right, you know what? It'd be nice to take a Disney trip in three months. So let's see what would be available. What would it cost? Just to remind myself how crazy it is to <laughs> to do things like that. And 
it seems like it's a lot more frequently that now I'm like, oh, I can't hmm. stay at a value resort anymore because they're all booked up. Hmm. So I, well, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like the you've kind of got the magical block of days where you get to both see wishes and happily ever after. Yeah, and and you know, again, I think I, I I'm still I'm still sad about wishes, but I am going to be interested to see what this happily ever after is going to offer because uh what disney blog uh did a little short video on it and uh you know put a put put a couple paragraphs up and in it they said that it was going to include moana brave big hero six zootopia princess and the frog and aladdin along with many others boy aladdin that's a that's one of these things is not like the other isn't it yes yes absolutely (laughs) well and i you know, I hope many others includes maybe, uh, you know, a nod to an older film here and there. And I and a, even though it's not on this list, I know I've heard, uh, you know, talk about one of the scenes being from uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see some of these other films getting some some, you know, recognition, some mm-hmm. play in the parks. Yeah. So I, I, I think that I think that could be good. Let's. Let's uh, mix it up a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, again, Brad is the last one who anybody who has listened to the podcast for at least one episode knows Brad is not the one to want to get rid of the classic Disney films and classic Disney things. But I don't think I don't think we should ignore mixing in some of the newer classics as well. And strangely, Frozen is not on that list. Well, hmm. I bet I bet Olaf jumps out at the end anyway. <laughs> They'll replace uh, Tinkerbell on that piece of wire with Olaf. Yes, when- uh, I, I have heard, I've and again, you know, Twitter, so, but I have seen reports that Tinkerbell will still exist in the Happily Ever After. Oh, so, I'm sure she will. So Tink is not, is supposedly not going away with wishes, which is good. I mean, Tink existed in that, what, back in the VHS days, the uh, the little opener with the... Um, you know, the line castle that we have in our album artwork, she would fly up there and tap on the uh, top of the castle. So I think Tinkerbell will outlast or, or rather uh, uh, kind of be, be a part of all the castle shows just because her and the castle kind of go back. They're BFFs. Yeah, yeah. Back in the VHS days. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I do. I do. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. You can head over to YouTube if you'd like to listen to podcasts over there and subscribe. You can just search for Missing the Mouse. Please head over to iTunes and leave a rating. It really helps us to spread the show to other people and, and share it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Mm-hmm.